Hi everyone and welcome to the Marketing Ideas That Connect show. I'm your host Gary Bolt. It's always good to be back to discuss digital inbound media and paid campaigns. This show is about real experiences on how to build great paid ads, automated customer journeys and the art of getting your brand in front of the competition and win in media. So always good to discuss these topics. We are a digital agency and we do we build ads every day and it's just amazing what's going on in the digital world and in the advertising world and how things are changing how the panels are evolving and just what we do every day regarding paid media and positioning our clients brands in front and how we measure everything that happens so today we're discussing pretty much 10 email marketing tips you know sometimes email marketing is forgotten or we think it's old I mean email was the first app we go back to the 80s and 90s so sometimes we forget about emails we're so busy with Google and Facebook and social media that we we forget to go back to the basics of email so we're just going to talk a bit about that today so we're sponsored by the digital marketing agency Famous Digital Media. You can see them on the, visit them on their website at famousmedia.co.za and they have a focus on paid media and content creation. So here at the virtual business, we are paid media consultants that assist our customers to build a clear digital roadmap, also assist them to get the most out of their paid media campaigns and optimize and iterate until the campaigns bear fruit and start bringing in qualified leads and how to set up all the measurements very exciting place to be when we think of all the different measurement panels like g4 and everything that's going on with all these platforms we our team are google and shopify partners they have passed all the exams these episode episodes are published on a monthly basis and the mission is to bring you tactics that you can actually implement into your marketing and just generally how to grow your business by obviously getting fresh revenue in from the right audience and getting qualified leads in the door. You know, if you measure outbound and inbound, you can measure your outbound leads and they are quite expensive. If you measure inbound leads, they are more effective so welcome to episode 179 just before we talk about emails there's been a lot of questions i don't know the last six months a lot of questions about you know cms content management system where do you build your content in other words what website platform do you use it's quite a topic and it's been getting quite interesting you know we talk a lot with developers clients are asking for landing pages Websites that have, say, five pages, 20 pages. We've had some massive builds that we've been involved in and huge ad campaigns that we've built. And, you know, obviously any ads got to go to a URL. So the, the website copy, graphics and layout and optimization must be absolutely performing at their best and indexed and all done, set up properly. Otherwise, very difficult to do paid media against a platform that's not really optimized and tested and audited and in good shape. We always talk about that, like quality score, ranking score. It's all, it's all important that you produce quality so Google can offer quality uh, answers to their customers. So what CMS do you work on? You're very welcome to engage with us. Let us know what you think. I actually think is, this is another podcast. If we look about, the, the, you know, talk about CMSs, you use WordPress which is open source which 
which has quite a few issues nowadays on plugins, themes, PHP, updates, version control. How do you do backups? Malware, we've had, as you know, we spoke last year about the malware attacks we had on quite a few websites that in, impacted and dis, disproved our ads. It was quite stressful actually to get them all back up and running again. There's been uh, automated bot hacks to WordPress. So we're going to talk about that in, on another podcast and just what, if the, what are the alternatives to WordPress? You know, you, we've, there's quite a few actually. And uh, we've used quite a few others and we've got a favorite that we're using now that we'll discuss and share with you on another podcast. But a very interesting topic where you're going to invest and you people, you know, the one question is, yeah, but WordPress monthly is free. Well, not anymore, because who's going to do your maintenance? Who's going to be um, updating all the versions and the clashes of themes and plugins and old ones that aren't maintained anymore? It's quite a nightmare, actually. And it's quite a good topic. So let's let's push that to another podcast. But think about it. Where are you going to build your next website? How are you going to measure it? And how are you going to optimize it if it's not built on the right platform? And what are you going to pay per month? Today, we're talking about email campaigns. We always reference the blog from Famous Digital Media. So today, we're talking about their latest blog. And it's called unlock abundant benefits with these 10 email marketing tips you need to try i think a lot of us know these things but we're just going to go over it the email campaigns and why and how you do it so i think there's been a few changes over the last few years with the you know the death of cookies the privacy laws like you can't just go and harvest emails please do not ever buy an email list okay i was helping a company a while back and they had just bought, I don't know, a whole lot of emails and I just said to them, please throw it all away. There are so many problems when you buy emails. I don't, I don't care who's selling them or what the promises are. Do not buy emails or contacts. So it's just a dangerous thing to do. So I think the first thing when we talk about email marketing is to use an opt-in list. And you know, always when we do, we do email campaigns for clients and it's always about the, the quality of the database. How did you build it? Is it segmented? Has it been, is it clean? Uh, what sort of bounce rates are you getting? Or, you know, what is happening when you send an email? What's the report say? You know, have you set it up so you don't go into the spam folder? Have you personalized? It does help if you personalize it a bit. So the integrity of the list remains number one. And even if you have a list, I was talking to a new client the other day and they said they only have 1,000 emails on the database. And I said, that's fine. I'd rather have 1,000 good, clean emails to to start connecting with than 10,000 rubbish emails that are just going to create problems on the system. So with the POPIA Act, that's the the Protection of Personal Information Act, it's a bit more difficult to get opt-in and there's some rules about you know opt out and those rules have to be respected because unsolicited email is a problem you get blocked you just you just create a lot of problems the consensual opt-in is the first step in a meaningful relationship with our target audience and it shows that they trust and they they actually want your content we don't want to spam people people must be you know obviously if you're in the industry and you get an email about your industry I think that's pretty that's pretty clear that you would want to read it 
So keep, they talk about here, keep lists squeaky clean. Honor unsubscribes by removing their profiles. Now that should be done automatically. If you unsubscribe, it should go off the list. If you've got a decent system, then it should actually automatically go off the list into unsubscribe. But I think number three would be segmented lists. You know, if, you, if you've got a segmented list because you have different campaigns running or you've got different product offerings or different audiences that you serve in your business, then lists become quite important and then the maintenance of those lists. So from age, personalized relevance. Remember, are you sending out a list to someone who wants to see your information, someone who's been a client, someone who's an existing client? Don't think you mustn't market to your existing customers. So we really look at our lists and make sure that they're updated with a new client. You know, if someone we've been negotiating with a client to do work for them, we put them on the list and then they know who you are. And sometimes, you know, not everyone's ready to buy straight away. So it's quite important that you just keep that list as a priority. I think a lot of clients, when I speak to them and I say, well, how's your email database? And they look around and say, mm, not really, haven't really paid attention to it. And I think that's changing as we discuss with our customers and help them. They are building really good databases and some of the email campaigns really bear fruit. I know some of our brands, every time we send out an email or you know, a publication that's got relevance or that's got something that's happening or an update in the industry. We do get so interaction. We do get, you know, requests for quotation, engagement. I really believe that email campaigns are great because they're reasonably cheap. You're not putting, it's not a massive paid campaign. It does cost money to, to actually build a campaign, but it's reasonably cheap. And obviously the systems that you content platforms that you're building it on you know there's a monthly cost but if you look at the reach especially when you're going past the thousand two thousand quality emails and people are seeing you stay top of mind people are seeing you i think that's that's high value 90 percent of leading marketers say personalization significantly contributes to business profitability 69 percent of customers say they appreciate personalization so as long as it's based on data they've shared with the business directly there's some links here. You're welcome to go to the blog and check out a bit more information. We're just talking high level now. The other thing we always talk about, and I would say, you know, this next thing is probably, this is number five, it's probably the most important thing is that they say nail your subject line. And that header one, two, and three, to me, it's the most important thing. And that's the nature of inbound. If someone reads a header and they're not compelled or they're not interested and it's not a bit of motive or helping them or it's fun or it's adding value then if it's a boring header one and a boring header two they'll probably never get to header three in their long form content so we have to really spend time on the emotive subject line something that people will start the inbound journey remember they may just see an impression of your ad and if there's it's not doesn't really interest them and help them in their lives then why would they read further so I think make that note that your subject line is the most important thing. You can send it to thousands of people, but if it's there's boring subject lines, no one's it's generic, it's not really helping you, no one's gonna look further, click further and get into the funnel. So that's a craft. Just to to build a good subject line, I think it's a craft. And remember those subject lines we're gonna use when we build Google Ads. In the responsive ads, we're going to use, we're looking for subject lines. We're looking for, for headers, for benefits, because we use that when we build paid media campaigns. 
So there, it takes a lot of time to, to build that short story. And there's the shorter subject lines can take a lo longer than actually building long-form content. It's just, it's weird, but that's how it is. So spend time. Those, those summaries are what people read first. And if that doesn't pull them in, your inbound machine will be broken. So keep it short and sweet. Avoid spammy language. Don't promise the world where you can't actually deliver. Don't say things and when people land on the page it's not really a continuation of that theme or it doesn't answer the question personalize where appropriate and give a good reason to open the mail and to read further like hey here's some great information on whatever's happening humor's great a good picture your graphic designer must be on it a branded graphic is very important because people see a graphic and it can be fun it can be entertaining it mustn't be too crowded it must absolutely not have too much writing on it. So content should be short. I think in the email, you know, if you go for about 75, 100 words, uh, I think going over 250 words in an email campaign, some people do. I think it could be a bit long. Depends on your content and what you're trying to say, but break it up into like headers and paragraphs and actually it must really make a difference and then it can be a call to action to something else like, in, like land on a good URL that's exactly in line with what they're talking about number six they say use visuals and interactivity we like images visuals are a great way to grab attention evoke emotion and communicate quickly so i think once someone lands on it and they've gone through the headers they see a great graphic they will probably then read your your read more content and maybe click through because remember that's what we're looking for we're looking for engagement how long the dwell times and we're looking for did they click through to anywhere and it actually gives you that report in a lot of most of these platforms will give you a report what did they click on so think of call to action what do you want them to do they land on there it's like a website who are you you're like why am i here how are you going to help me and what do you want me to do so say now someone is interested they read it it's short form where they're going to go from there keep them engaged with your brand so there should be somewhere where they can land on a great landing page that continues with that information so i think we're always looking for that in our all our reports the click through rates we always say make sure you more than a five percent click through rate otherwise there's a problem with the content there's a problem with the theme we try and get to over 10 percent click through then we know that we're doing something right you can include your social media handles. People may want to go and check you out on Facebook. Remember, if people want to buy from you, they want to see what you're talking about, what's your culture, what, how you're communicating. So the buttons should always be there. And the last, number eight, actually, they talk about testing. You know, we always talk A-B testing. We talk about different subject lines, maybe colors, maybe different calls to action. Every time, you know, we look at A-B testing, every time we send out a... I know every time we do a podcast, every time we send something out, we just look at the analytics. You know, did that work? How many downloads were there? Was it boring? Did anyone listen to it? Did anyone read it? You know, we can, the analytics are pretty good on most of these email campaign platforms and the automation platforms, like how many people actually engaged with it. Anytime you're doing paid media or any publication, there's a lot of data around it if you know where to look, especially on business pages. So go to the data. Sometimes we do from email campaigns to like Facebook and we see, well, this one really worked well or this one didn't work at all. 
And then look at what you did wrong. Did you use the right photo? We just did a, a, an ad on Facebook this week and it was a really good image. And I noticed it got more engagement than the one we did the previous week, which was a bit bland. So it's like, okay, that was a sharper image. Great colors, it had a bit of red in it, had a bit of you know, nice colors in it. Better call to action. And it performed better. So you know, every time we post, publish, Anywhere, we're always looking at the results and then we're always like through experience, we know, hang on, this call to action didn't work last time, don't try it again. Or this is how we set it up and build the campaign. So we're always testing and seeing what actually works, where do you, how many leads did we get per publication or per email. The other thing is test your emails, like do they operate, Does all the, do the links work, do the YouTube videos work, do the PDFs and GIFs work. Make sure that it's actually that everything is working. Number nine, they call it the UX, the user experience. We always talk about that. Make sure it's clean, well segmented. You know, in the old days, things were just jammed in there. And so you can just see an old school marketer. They just try and build too many things, too many messages, too many images. It's all messy. Today, we're getting more and more clarity of message. Like, don't try and tell them 20 things with a publication, maybe one or two things. So we're trying to all ram too much into a publication or into some message. And uh, I think we all we all make that mistake. But if you go and look at the big corporates and look at how clean and fresh and clear their websites and landing pages are, then there's, there's a specific purpose for that landing page and stick to the purpose. And then number 10, the last point for today is just comp competitor benchmarking. Go and see, you know, the open rates. Go and see in your industry, what are your, what are your competitors doing? There are places you can find them. You know, it's sometimes the panels will tell you, usually it's a 20% open rate or 30% open rate, you're getting 20. So you're a bit behind your competitors or you're a bit behind the industry. Then if your open rates are getting worse over time, so you do an email marketing campaign every month, you can look at your open rates and think, hey, maybe the audience is getting bored. They're not opening it anymore. Maybe your database is aging. So just... Keep an eye on what your competitors are doing. Do your competitors do email campaigns? You know, can you check out if there's blogs on their landing on their websites? Like, what are they communicating? What is their message? I always want to know from a company. Don't tell me a hundred things you do. Tell me your message. What are you? How are you going to improve my life? What benefits? Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's similar. You know, if you if you're promoting and publishing on Facebook or email or Google. I think we really have to refine each platform and understand each platform and see do you get more from spending an X amount on email campaigns or do you get more from social media or from LinkedIn or from Google ads or display ads. There's so many different formats or you know YouTube ads, remarketing ads, there's a lot going on but I think you have to see what works for you and then hone it and don't just leave the other platforms but um, just look at the data and see you know where you're winning where you're losing what did it cost you what's your ROAS you know if you're going to get a client and they're going to stick with you for 10 years then maybe spend a bit more on advertising because maybe the first deal you won't make a return but if they're going to stay with you long term then it's worth spending a bit more on the ads because you're building up your brand you're investing in the brand and long-term customers so you've got to be there you've got to be top of mind you've got to be on email you've got to be on Google you've got to be in social media and there's always a balance and a strategy behind it. So that is it for today. I think it's quite an interesting topic. And it's always, there's always, 
I was talking to clients the other day and they reckon they've gone as far as they can. And one thing we always say, and my mentors always told me, you, nobody's got it all together. You know, all these people are digital marketing experts and well, maybe that was yesterday. So be careful if someone tells you they know every single platform and they're a specialist on every single platform. I yet have to meet that person. We have to specialize and get good at certain things and no one can be in and no one can do everything so it's about i always tell the youngsters keep study something and get really good at it we all have our superpowers and know what you can and can't do but uh, test everything and see you know as generally across the board where are you winning where are you investing where are the returns coming from and it just gets i think it's fascinating i think it's so interesting to you publish something today and it's seen all over the world and and then does it actually get eyes does it get engagement and if it does do they actually do anything that's where we have to really drill down and see what works what doesn't work your e-commerce store or your shopify ads or your shopping ads set up and uh, it's great it's a great industry because we we just keep learning every day and there's always something to study so we'll talk more about cms's next week and uh, I think that's it for today. So think about your email campaign. First, start with your database. Is your database refined? Is it really helping your business? I think a database is the foundation of marketing. If you don't have a database, start building it. It's a never-ending project. And your digital inbound media with all your platforms will never end. You will never be on top of everything. But keep honing it, refining it, sharpening the axe, and just getting better and better and finding the right people to operate the different tools for you but whoever does it, whatever agency or freelance or whatever you do, you want to know monthly your reports. It's as, it's as important as a financial report. You would never run a business without a financial month-end report. Well, you know, you need a marketing month-end report as well with all the data from every single platform. How many leads, how many sales, what's the conversion rates? There's so much to, to start building patterns and start understanding what's happening in the market. Or who's taking your sales away from you? And why? 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 What are the competition up to? And it's on digital, we can see that who's in search, who's winning in search, who's winning on social. We're going to wrap up for the, today. The acronym is VMM. And VMM stands for Virtual Machine Monitor. We've been doing a bit of studying around cybersecurity and just getting an understanding of it and how to save data. And a virtual machine monitor is cool because... That's where we end up backing up on the cloud and using virtual machines. It's quite a good topic as well, but not for today. So for more episodes, you can find us on Stitcher Radio, Spotify and iTunes. Search for Marketing Ideas That Connect and you will find us. If you've enjoyed the episode, give it a liking, a comment to help us with the rating and spreading out, spreading out this content. You can follow Famous Digital Media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube. Just go to the website Famous Media and you can check the blog uh, on that on the blog page. It's very cool blogs there. Maxine does a lot of work with her team on these blogs and the copywriters and graphics. It's very high quality blog. So I always learn from the blogs that we do. All links referenced in this episode as well as Famous Media's social pages will be found in the show notes. Check it out. Tell us what you want to talk about and if we've helped you, let us know. Our focus here at Marketing Ideas has always been and will be paid media. That's Google Ads and paid media on social and just how to position and build your brand and message. 
So check out our URL in the show notes. You can get hold of me direct at gary at virtual-business.co.za. Until next time, stay hungry, think big, and honor God.